Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. My name is Austin. I'm BJ! And this week... Uh, we've got a probably like 99% spoiler-free rundown of the Dragon Quest XI-S demo. So whether you've played the demo already or maybe you're on the fence about playing it or even buying the game yourself, uh, we're talking about all the ways uh, Dragon Quest XI is a great game and why you should be playing it. And today, uh, you know, the day that this episode releases is also the day that Dragon Quest XI S Definitive Edition is released worldwide for Switch. Woo! 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 Um, so uh, we'll be sure to provide an affiliate link to the Switch version of the game uh, down here in our show notes. So if you want to buy it, uh, if we convince you to buy it after listening to this, you can just click that link, head on over uh, to Amazon. Uh, last week, uh, I know our episode ran kind of long. And I'm actually out of town this week. When you're listening to this, I'm in Orlando at Harry Potter World or Disney World. Um, so we're recording this a week early. Uh, so tonight's episode may be a little short, but the one from last week was like really long, right? So it, it was kinda, extra long. So, so we're uh, making up for it. So you still get yeah. the same amount of time with us within that two weeks. Uh, but last week's episode was really jam-packed. This episode um, may run a little shorter uh, than usual. Uh, but maybe you're on the fence about buying this game, and so you're thinking to yourself, Austin, BJ, why is 11S better than 11? What's with the S? Why does that make it better? Uh, and we're here it's on the Switch, guy. And we're here to answer your questions. Uh, apparently, S doesn't mean Switch. What? I know. Isn't that what it? It's it. It it's it's but it's the S and I, it switch starts with S. I haven't verified this. This is just what maybe it was Sack Chief. Somebody told me, um, like I was in a conversation with them about eleven S, and people were like stipulating what S could mean, and I was like, it's because it's for the switch, right? And apparently, um, like they haven't said what it means because people were like, maybe it's for special because there was that like. People were speculating that maybe um, S uh, 11S was coming out for PS4 eventually. Huh. I don't know. Huh. I thought it stood for S2. I haven't checked any of this stuff. I just know, and maybe it wasn't Sack Chief. I don't know. But somebody, somebody definitely told me at one point that the 11, the S and 11S didn't stand for Switch. Either- it is now, it is now S in my head, and it has always been S in my head. And I figure, and if they're going to put it on PS4 or anything else, which is fine. It's just gonna be. It's still the definitive edition, so yeah. Meh. I don't know. I thought yeah. I, I'm I'm there with you. I thought the definitive edition and the S was just for Switch. But either way, yeah. um, if you're wondering why it's better, we've got your answers here. So um, just cuddle up with a nice cup of tea and listen to Papa Austin <laughs> and Unky BJ. Unky uh, B. <laughs> 
tell you uh, tell you all you need to know. So my friend Luke, uh, he used to call me Nunca Beach to his because of his dog. Like I was her, I was her Nunca Beach. Is that like Nuncle? Yeah, like like Nuncle, like Nunca, huh. Nunca Beach. Huh. Well, there you yeah. go. So I'm um, Nunca Beach. Fun facts, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, so one of the things uh, that you know they're adding in with 11s, even if you played 11 already, and I have. I, if, if this is your first time listening to this show, I played 11 less than a year ago. I got the Platinum Trophy for 11 on the PS4, and then I kept on playing it. I pretty much 100%ed the game. I don't think I got all the accolades that are possible in 11, but, um, I mean, I did everything else. Like, I think I filled the bestiary, and I did, like, the, all the side quests and everything. Um, I think there were some, like, crazy kinds of accolades that you didn't get but you got the platinum yeah, trophy i think you... a, a lot of accolades i think i didn't get like i don't remember um playing poker all that much i think there were some poker accolades uh, in the casino i think most of them were casino based i did like the i got a jackpot you know with roulette and i did some other things uh, yeah. to get the the trophy because you have to get like 10 accolades in the casino for a trophy and so i, I know i got at least 10 because i got that trophy but I don't think I got a lot of the casino ones, but I think I got pretty much everything else. Um, so, um, so you know, I'm right there with you. I've played 11, and I'm also looking forward to playing 11S. You know, at the time you might be listening to this, I'm probably sitting on my couch playing 11S on the Switch. Um, but uh, there's new character stories. Yeah. Uh, all of the characters that are in here that aren't the main character uh, kind of get uh, get to star in their own little, like, what would you call it, like, episode like, yeah, like side, they're, they're side quests, kind of vignettes about each character kind of expanding out what that character's backstory uh, and what led them there, right? As far as I'm, I know. That... Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's just uh, the way it's built, because, you know, we obviously haven't gotten to this part in the game because we've only played the demo right now. Um, and uh, for me, I, I want to say it's because, um, that yeah, it just said that it's like, the other character's time to shine, I think, is like the way they worded it, where, um, you know, the other characters get to take over and be like their protagonist for a while. Yeah. Um, so kind of, it feels like it's the episodes from uh, Final Fantasy 15, from, except they're just including it in the game, in, just letting, you know, giving them stories. Instead of, yeah, including it in all this DLC. So, yep. so you got new character stories. You also get to. Uh, go back to worlds from previous Dragon Quest games. So if you're a Dragon Quest fan already, and you should be, um, then, uh, you know, you get to go back and revisit these worlds. They are only in 2D. They don't have 3D options for this part of the game. The rest of the game is totally 2D, 3D is available. You can switch between them anytime by going to the church. That's how it is in the demo, at least. So I assume it holds up in the main game. And then you get to choose at any point in this one where you told me before in the 3DS version in Japan, you had to choose one or the other at some point. Yes. That you didn't get to go back at any point. But if you want to play in 2D for 30 hours and then do the next 40 in 3D, you can do that. Yes. And and because, for those of you who maybe haven't listened before or maybe don't even know this, I love Dragon Quest Eleven so much, I bought a Japanese... Liquid Metal Slime 2DS and the Japanese 3DS version of this game to play it in Japanese, even though I don't know Japanese, using a Google Translate app to try to help. And 
um, you know, it inspired me to play every single Dragon Quest game in a year. And so... Not the 3DS version, but 11 itself, so... 11 itself inspired me to play every other Dragon Quest game in a year. Yeah, so my whole, like, year has been all about Dragon Quest um, already. And so... um, so, so yeah. you're going to get a lot out of those extra worlds that you can visit. You're really going to feel uh, the connection and see where all of that comes from. Yeah, and I know we've seen, the ones we've seen so far from promotional materials is we've seen the Observatory from Dragon Quest Nine, and we've seen Trodane Castle from Dragon Quest Eight. Those are the two I've yep. seen. I don't know if there's more that have been shared in promo stuff. Uh, but either way... Uh, you know, it's a fun way to journey through Dragon Quest history. So if you were like me and you played Eleven, you loved Eleven and wanted to get into Dragon Quest more, uh, this would be a good way to do it because you can go back and, you know, at the end of the game, you can go back and visit these other worlds. Uh, and if you already played all these Dragon Quest games, I think it's going to be a really fun thing to kind of revisit and, you know, go through and get to see those worlds with these characters. Um, yeah, I can't wait to bring Silvando to the observatory. And- Personally, I'm just wondering how I'm wondering the story because right because there was a previous save file on my 3DS game because I bought it used where they had uh, they were in the post game they're after the mm-hmm. first roll of credits and um, and again I was using the Google Translate app here so it's kind of hit or miss but there's some like story spoilers that are kind of cool in that version for the 3DS version that aren't in the PS4 version. Oh. That, um, anyway, it's going to be interesting to see uh, because the spoilers kind of relate to, like, I guess continuity in, like, the Dragon Quest world. Oh. Um, and, like, previous games. I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much. And, again, I was using the Translate app, so maybe... I'm reading too much into it, but it seemed very interesting. So I'm I'm really looking forward to playing this part in English, and I want to see yeah. what they do there. Um, you also get there's new outfits available for the characters. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make your characters look cute, then you know this is a good way to do it. There's extra mountable monsters. You get a handful of them in the original version of Eleven. Um, one of the new ones is a saber cat, which BJ is pumped about. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. I still think the slime knight is going to be my favorite one, though. That's a cool that one. you can uh, that you can mount and ride as a slime knight. Mm-hmm. That 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 one's cool. I'll give you that. Um, I'm hoping I haven't seen anything, but I hope uh, we get a golem like it was in Dragon Quest Builders Two. Yep, I love that guy. Yeah, that'd be. I super love riding cool. that golem around. Yeah, Goldie Rocks. Yep. Um, so I'm hoping, uh, you know, that could be pretty cool, um, for Dragon Quest Eleven S. Uh, you also get the, uh, orchestral soundtrack, so if you're big into that, and I didn't think I would be. We did a brief episode on Dragon Quest Eleven. I think it was our second episode ever, mm-hmm. we just talked about playing the 3DS version in Japanese, I think. But, um, you know, you and I were both talking about, um, like, what, it did we didn't really think that it would matter that much to us but after playing the demo on the switch it's like the music just sounds so much better it is and i i didn't think i could i didn't think i could tell a difference 
And then I went from the the demo of this with the orchestral from like the Tokyo Metropolitan Symphony Orchestra to uh, and booted up the Steam version just to listen like side by side. So much better. Oh my goodness! Like I didn't even realize that I cared about it until then. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. The uh, the or- orchestral music makes a big difference. And so I'm I'm excited to listen to everything uh, as they go through the game with all of it like that. Um, one thing I really like too, I think you and I uh, we differed on this uh, with our playthrough of the demo. Uh, the 11s lets you you have different battle speeds you can do, mm-hmm. and I played on the fastest speed, which is about three times as fast, I think. Yeah, um, because I've played this game already within a year. And so to me, getting through the battles, yeah, it's still turn-based. So it's like you still have yeah. the menu and you can take your time with stuff. It's just that the movements work faster. And so uh, so to me, that was really nice. And I think you played it, you did not play it full, fully, like three times fast, right? You played yeah, it faster I played it, that. I played it two times. Whatever the, the, the speed up from normal, but not the fastest. It's not like, like fast, not ultra fast, I think. Yeah, it's like it's like normal fast and then like super fast or very fast or something. Yeah, and I did the middle one uh, because the animations on the third one were choppier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked it better. It just felt better with the other one. But if I'd been like you and I'd done these battles before, that would have definitely been a... Uh, what I did because I do that in other games as well. And I know one thing we're both excited about that's in 11S2 is there's uh, the Yochi Village, like we've talked about yes. in previous episodes, Karuchi. Uh, in 11S, they've officially called it, given it English names now, uh, Yochi Village is called uh, Tickington. Tickington, and it's populated by Tockles. Tockles. They're called Tockles. So uh, I still don't know how I feel about uh, Tockles. I gotta be honest. I think. Maybe it's because I like I'm so used to seeing the Japanese stuff for them, and yeah. they're, called, they're called Spirits of Lost Time in the English version, the ones that they're just normal that you see in the overworld yeah. and stuff. And so maybe it's because I've known them as Spirits of Lost Time, and then like Yochi's and Yochi Village, Karuchi, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, tacos seem weird. It does. It seems just weird. And I think that's what it is. That's what I I was wanting to say was that it's probably just because we know it as Yochi Village that we know them as Karuchi, that whatever his name is, if it's not Karuchi, which it's not going to be. It's like, that's not his name. His name's like, going to be, I, like, Bob. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, it, what, what was the other one? Like, Ted? Ted. The, uh, the ninja, uh, the uh, Tokyo Ted, the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 from uh, Rocket Slime. I can't like, that's going to be him. Yeah. He's going to be like, uh, uh, like Tickington Ted or something yeah. like. And, uh, and I clock get, face Carl. <laughs> and I get it. It's their spirits of lost time, so it's clock puns. You got Tickington uh-huh. and Tackles, so I get why they did it because you know Dragon Quest loves their puns. But it's one of those things that uh, I just don't know how I feel about Tackles yet. But I'm so thankful that they're including this with 11s. Yes, like, because it was up in the air whether or not this was going to be there. Like we had no idea for a very long time if this was going to be included in the uh, U.S. version of the for the Switch because it used Street Pass on the 3DS. And, that you would like recruit and, for this village, and you can't do that on the Switch. Yeah, and you and I were like specul have been speculating on this for like months and months and months. Like even before we started doing the show. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> even we were like talking about it. So, um, so that's a really exciting thing for me. One of the big selling points for why is 11 S better than 11 is that you can play it on the switch, which means you can play it dock or handheld. You can just switch yeah. between the two, which is a big deal for me. You know, I've got like three young children. And so sometimes it's nice to like, I can play on the TV and then if they want to watch something, whatever, I can pop it out and play it. My three-year-old, my oldest daughter, Naomi, loves to watch me play Dragon Quest. So she doesn't mind necessarily. The twins, they're almost two, not quite two. And they 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 don't really like watching Dragon Quest. I guess it's just the like being one and a half years old, you don't really have the uh, attention span for it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they, 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 they don't really. Um, but it's the, that's one of the reasons that for me, it's such a big deal. It's just being on the switch is because we only have one TV that we have one TV in the house. And so handheld games are what I play whenever I want to do something just on my own. Mm -hmm. Like it'll be, well, I say on my own, like we'll be hanging out in the living room and we'll put something on, but if I don't want to pay full attention to it, I can play a game on, on the 3ds or on the switch and do that. And I've done that with a lot of RPGs of just grinding through battles or, or whatever. I played a lot of Dragon Quest Nine like that of just liquid metal slime hunting uh, while we would watch like Dr. Pimple Popper videos or something. Oh, uh, like you and Dr. And Pimp- Pimple Popper, man. I love them. We love uh, them. I know You sent me a video of that by accident the other day and you're like, whoops, myth this for Jennifer. I did. I was trying to send it to Jennifer. It was, uh, it was a good one. Too. I didn't click the video. I'm like, oh, you should have. No, I'm good. I will stay away. It lo- that one was, uh, it looked like an abscess that, or a, a pimple thing that, a cyst that looked like a, uh, a like one of the, the beads of boba in your boba tea. It, and uh, you, you guys in your YouTube videos, like when you, this is off subject, I know, but last time, I think it was last time when you and Jennifer were down here visiting me and Grace, you, uh, I like walked in and you guys were watching like some like dog surgery on YouTube. They had like a dog cut open. It was like fixing like his intestines or something. Yeah, it was probably vet ranch. I guess. I don't know. It was super gross. I was hungry and I came downstairs and putting the kids <laughs> to sleep. And then you guys are just watching like dog surgery on TV. Man. Yeah, we watch really, uh, really graphic videos on YouTube like that. And we love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, The Office is on Netflix, BJ. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, uh, so, uh, another question you might ask is, why is 11S the greatest demo of all time? Because, they might. Because it is. And you you could ask that. Um, and so... And it really is. Like, it's it's a great, great, great demo. It is. It's like 10 hours long. I think I I finished it up right around the eight hour mark seven and a half to eight hours but i knew where everything was already for the most part like i remembered it and um so uh so i got to the end i actually played it for probably another hour after the end because i was i was trying to like open uh all the treasure chests that were available and things like that yeah Um, but you know my whole thing is that like other people though have sank a lot of time into this demo already and i'm yeah. like some like triple a games are that long already and this is yeah. just the demo like i played like the last of us which is a really good game that i enjoyed playing on ps3 like i'm pretty sure i beat that in about nine hours 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times that the single-player campaign, like a Call of Duty game, is going to be like six to eight hours long. Mm-hmm. Like, AAA games tend to be like that. And for a 10-hour-long demo, it's insane. And, uh, I mean, you and your save port's over. So if you're on the fence about whether to pick this up right now or not, grab the demo. I mean, it will port over into the main game, and you'll see exactly what you're what you're going to play. And, I mean, 10 hours is still not i mean it's a lot of the game but it's there's still tons and tons and tons and tons of game after this. oh yeah i got to the i got to the first credits in about 60 hours and by the time i played the like last 30 percent of the game that's after the credits i was just under 100 hours and i mean some of that was trying to get trophies and stuff too but still right. i put about 100 hours into the game easy and with this game i know i'm gonna put even more hours just because of the sheer content they're adding um also it's free did we mention it's free? Because that's a lot of game for free. It is. And, uh, like, you said that you get in-game items for porting it over. You, like, you I get, can't remember what you get. I, they, I know for sure that you get a skill seed. Okay. Um, which is very good, which is a good in-game item. Like, that's something that would be very helpful to you. So, you know, that's a good, uh, good thing to incentivize you playing the demo already. Um, but... Um, I thought there were like two or three things that they included. The skill seed, I know for sure. I thought when they first announced it, there was a couple of things they said that you would get um, from if you play the demo first. But I definitely know they said you get a skill seed. That's awesome. Like I'll I'll take a skill seed any day for just downloading something and then then opening up a save file. Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to finish it either. I don't think you have to get to the end of the demo. I think you just start it. As far as I understood when they uh, they were talking about, it, like... Maybe so. And that's the good thing about this demo is that it's... The lockout is like going into a new zone. Mm-hmm. And so if you're about to go there, it just tells you, hey, do you want to stop playing the demo? And you don't have to. You can go around and keep grinding up levels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the level cap is 20, but you can keep doing that. You can run around, you know, try to fill up your bestiary. You can explore the towns, do side quests. I mean, you don't have to finish it up there. You can keep on playing it. Um, and so I, I know we've got a lot more Dragon Quest 11s stuff to talk about, uh, but we're about halfway through the episode right now, uh, so that's when we like to do the segment that we call Shameless Self-Promotion. But, 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 shameless! So I liked the beginning part. If you had just stopped at Shameless, I think I would have liked that one, actually. The The... You went a little too long. It was a little too much. Right. But it's okay. You'll get there one day. One day, you're going to have like the perfect the perfect theme song for this. One day. One day. It's not today, but you were almost there. You were this close. You can't see me, and no one listening can see me, but I'm, my fingers are very close together right I now. I can see you. <laughs> oh, you can, because we're also in the squad cast or whatever right now. Like a lot of podcasts you probably listen to, we also have our Patreon page. Last week, we even did a Patreon episode for one of our metal liquid metal slime tier patrons uh so bj why don't you tell everybody at home or in the car about our patreon uh if you want to go to patreon.com slash dragon quest fm you can find out about all the cool stuff that we've got we've got stickers discord roles you get to choose uh topics for the podcast and we are also working on different minisodes that are exclusive to the patreon uh, members so if you want to check any of that out and get a uh, sticker sent your way or uh or tell us what to talk about you can go to patreon.com slash dragon quest fm 
Yeah, and just a special thank you to all of our Patreon patrons uh, who are patrons already. We love you guys, and thanks for uh, supporting the show. Um, During this shameless self-promotion segment, we also like to mention other things around in the community. Uh, So I just want to mention, too, that another Dragon Quest podcast, uh, Slime Time, which a lot of our listeners are familiar with. They had their new episode a couple of weeks ago. Uh, It's their second episode, I believe, um, where they interview uh, the founder of Dragon's Den, the Dragon Quest fan site, and they also talk about Dragon Quest XI on there, uh, on the second episode. So uh, be sure to check that out as well. Um, And there might be a third episode. We're recording out of sync with time right now, so if they've released another episode, then listen to it too. That's right. Uh, So getting back into our discussion with the 11S demo uh, for this last half of the show, we just want to talk about a bit about some of our personal experiences with the demo. And, uh, you know, once again, we're going to try to keep this just as spoiler free uh, as possible because we want to encourage people to play it who haven't played it already. Uh, For me, um, you know, I tried to do pretty much everything that I could in the demo. Which, yeah. is, which is a lot of stuff, uh, but I mostly just did it for fun because I knew I was, I'm going to do it when the main game comes out. I knew I'm going to mm-hmm. try to like 100% everything. Um, so, you know, I used Eric. He has that special ability that a lot of thieves have in Dragon Quest games called Nose for Treasure. Yeah. Let you find whatever treasures around you on the same uh, level of the dungeon. Yeah, and so I... Or, or in towns. You know? Or in town, yeah, that's true. Which can be tricky because... Some of those treasure chests are behind the keys, and they're like the keys that you can't even... Oh. You, get, you, you get the ultimate key after the first credits. Yeah. So some of these treasure chests, I'm not getting for another like 70, 80 hours. No, um, because that was one of the things when I first started playing Eleven to begin with. I was like, why can't I open this door? And I spent so much time trying to do it before I even realized it was one of the uh, the special key doors that you can't uh, get into until way, 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 way later in the game. And I opened I opened all the treasure chests except for the ones with the keys, but it took me a little while because I was using his nose for treasure in uh, Heliodor, the mm-hmm. first city that you're at, and it kept telling me that there was one. And I kept running around looking for it in the, it's the like slums area of that city. Right. And I was like, I found it all. I was like climbing the scaffoldings and everything where a lot of the secret treasures are. Yeah. And it kept saying that there was one. And I'm like, man, where is this? And uh, anyway, then I was like, finally, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to continue on with the story, talk to the guard, do all that kind of stuff. And on my way, I passed by that area, and I was just kind of had one of those like duh moments, where yeah. I was just kind of like, "Well, duh, Austin, that's because you can see the treasure chest; it's just behind yeah. the door." And so when I saw that, I was like, "Okay, that's probably I guess that's the one that I haven't been able to grab yet." Yeah. Um, so, but other than that, you know, I grabbed all the treasure chests I could. Um, I also I love the fun size forge, which is a way to get up your armor uh, in Dragon Quest Eleven. And I like the fun size forge better than I like the crack pot and alchemy pot and everything. I, I like do, this I one is one of the best like item creation methods that they've had in any of the games. And, and so 
you don't really like crafting very much. No, I don't. And so for you to say you like the fun size forge as someone who doesn't like crafting, like that's pretty high praise from you. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, this one's actually fun to do though. The way that they have the, it's the sound effects. It's like cooking in Breath of the Wild. It's like the sound effects combined with how easy it is and that you can just do a little you don't have to do a ton of stuff with it, but you get a little bit of creation, uh, creativity. I like that. Yeah, and because you, you don't have to, you can make the items pretty easily. The the kind of complicated part is if you want to get a plus three on all the mm-hmm. items, which is like where you get perfection. Uh, you'll get like a nice little perfection across yep. your uh, screen, and which I also did. I took the time to get plus three on all the available fun size forge nice. items. I also went through, and some of the armor and stuff that I bought in stores, I tried to get it up to plus three yep. as well. Um, not just because that's recipes. an accolade. Getting everything to plus three is an accolade in the game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, so I am assuming that all of the accolades from eleven are in eleven S. So I'm I guess, assuming. I guess we should mention that, but I'm just assuming that's there. Um, and. Um, and I got around 15 accolades already playing in the demo. Okay. Um, which, for this game, 15 might sound like a lot, but for this game, it's really not. Um, I, I got one, though, that I don't think I got on PS4. I know earlier in the episode I was saying that I think most of the accolades I got were uh, just not from, were from the casino that I didn't get yeah. in the uh, in the regular version of Eleven. But... I, but uh, in so just a minor spoiler here so if you don't want to hear this skip ahead 30 seconds on the episode when you're in hado at the uh the spring yeah if you go back if you you have to go in through the male entrance mm-hmm. because you're a guy but if you go out the female entrance because there's no one to stop you then yeah. the lady that the, then the lady that there screams at you and yeah. you get an accolade that's called where no man has gone before I think I have that on Steam. Okay, so on my original uh, eleven that that re- that seems really familiar. If I had my computer up, uh, I would do. I would look, but and, and it would have been like November of last year when I would yeah. have gotten that accolade in the regular version of eleven. So maybe I did get it, but I didn't remember it. Whenever I was doing it, and it popped up on the Switch, I like chuckled to myself, and I was like, "This is." Cool. I wasn't expecting that. You know? Yeah, because I think I did that one for the same reason. Because it stuck in my head going out of the women's entrance and it's saying where no man has gone before. Like I, I am like ninety percent certain I got that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did all the side quests that are available yeah. in the demo. There's not a whole lot of side quests available uh, in the demo, but there is a few. Um, went ahead and did those. I actually completed the side quests that I ended up not doing in the uh, the original version of the game. Oh, did you? Just like one, the one where you, well, it was one of them at least, where um, you have to find the book about Sir Hendrick and uh, whatever the other guy's name is yeah. uh, for the kid outside the castle. That one I took find me that book. forever. On the PS4, it took me forever. On the Switch, I remembered where it was and I went there immediately. But On yeah. the Switch, I found it randomly. Oh, did I you? was just like, I, I was looking at bookshelves just wandering around and I was like, that's the book he wanted. And I was like, son of a gun. And I went back. You're like, oh, you found the book that I like. And uh, it was, uh, I was very happy to get that. I was like, I finished that quest finally. It only took me a year to find that book. Um, You could have just texted me, man. But I don't like doing that when I, when I, uh, for stuff like that. I get it. I get it. I get it. 
Um, but yeah, I I was the same way when I was playing on PS4. It took me forever to find that book, and whenever I got to it in the 11S demo, I remembered it because it was such a pain for me to have yep. found, and so I just went there immediately and got it and finished the quest. Yep. Um, did you uh, did you max out your level in the demo? I didn't. That was something. It's just like you like you say in your notes here. It's just too grindy. It's something that I would like to have done, but I still, I mean, I could. I mean, as we're recording this, the game's not out, and there's well over a week before it yeah. could go, but I doubt I will because it'll make both the game probably a little bit too easy for a little while and uh, just not that fun to grind for no reason. Yeah, I I got kind of over-leveled at the beginning on the PS4, and I did the yeah. same thing in the in the 11S demo. And it's not intentionally, it's just because it's so fun at the beginning to wander around in that open, kind of open world, the mm-hmm. first big area, you know, in the Heliodor region that you go to. It's fun to just walk around and kill stuff. Yep. And so on PS4 and, and the Switch, I I got up to like level six or seven, just completely yeah. by myself, just as the luminary, because yep. I was um, just having a good time. And so... I just run around smacking stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't max it out at 20. I got to, I want to say 14. It was maybe 13 with some of the party members. Uh, But I think it was around level 14 that I stopped uh, because just because there were some other games I wanted to play. And like you said, right now the game isn't out for another week and there's a good chance I'm going to play it again and try to work on my levels. I don't want the game to be too easy, but it's just fun to play. Yeah, it is. And for that area being in like the Hado region, uh, area for everything. It's like, um, you know, level 14 is a good level to be at, but it starts to get, it will start to definitely get grindy if you try to get yeah. up to 20, just because of the enemies in that area. You know, it's fairly early in the game. And so... So they don't really drop have a lot of experience that they're dropping for each one. Exactly, exactly. And I don't think, um, you know, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I played with the battle speed up really high. Um, if I hadn't have played with the battle speed up all the all the way like that, uh, you know, I would have played over ten hours on this demo uh, from doing all of this. I think the middle one is a pretty good. Uh, the fast is a pretty good middle ground there, honestly, where it's not like you're missing anything in the battles, but it also doesn't feel as though it's taking its time. Yeah. Um. Even when you have it set to classic, because I had moved it to classic. Uh again when i moved it to fast and it's fine because i didn't like the classic view uh-huh. on the original one because it felt slower than the uh than the like action like free free roaming yeah. yeah uh um, so it's fine when you speed it up yeah and i i wouldn't recommend playing with this the three times speed up if it's your first time playing through the game because i feel like you miss a lot of the cute like monster animations and different yeah. things from just it being so fast like, I, I'm purely just doing it because I've played the game already, you know, in a really close time frame. And, you know, I'll probably slow it down some of the time. Just for the demo, I was, you know, keeping it, yeah. you know, with the speed high. Um, so just moving on into, like, kind of some of our final thoughts uh, for my my sales pitch, I guess, for this mm-hmm. game. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven is my favorite game ever if you've listened to the show before you know that uh, i think 
it's as close, I think, to perfect as any video game has ever been. And that is high praise, because like we were talking about last time, Final Fantasy IX has been your favorite video game for 20 years. And it's still still pretty much tied with XI right now as my favorite game, but I think XI is almost perfect i think nine still has like i don't think nine is at like objectively i think 11 is a better game personally and because i've played final fantasy nine like every year for like almost 20 years it's hard to just like you know (laughs) throw that aside um but i think but 11 is just so good like I, i i don't have hardly any complaints with this game there's a couple, and they're, like, extremely minor. And and one of them's even a spoiler, so, you know, I don't even want to mention it. But they're, like, ex- extremely minor things, and it's, like, for a game to be 100 hours long, and for me to only have, like, really two, maybe three extremely minor complaints, like, I think mm-hmm. that's pretty um, impressive, just that the game can be that good and just maintain that quality for such a long time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even even like throwing my personal feelings aside and looking at Eleven as objectively as possible just as a video game and as an RPG and everything, like, really, I think it's just as close to perfect as it can get. Um, I know I said it in the last episode. Um, I'll say it again here. It's like Dragon Quest Eleven S isn't just like playing through like the history of Dragon Quest. It's like playing through the history of like all JRPGs. It's like they looked at everything other JRPGs had done that was right and, mm-hmm. you know, either did that or did it even better and looked at what those JRPGs did wrong and just stayed away from it. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's uh, even the skill system on this one is it's complex where there are you put points in to unlock different uh, tiles on the on the map or the field or whatever you want to call it but at the same time it's not overly complicated it's not a it's not the sphere grid or license board from uh 10 or 12 final fantasy 10 or 12 it takes thought but it's not it's not linear and it's not complicated yeah like it's uh it makes you you decide where you're going but it's easy but you gotta think you have to think like you can't just blindly Put in your skills. It's stuff. easy, but it's not simple. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good uh-huh. way of putting it. Yeah, I like that. It's easy, but it's not simple. We'll go with that. It, that's a good way to put it. Look at you. Just, just in general, the uh, the game itself does, like you said, pretty much everything right. It is what I would consider probably the best JRPG out there for both a new person to the uh, genre or somebody who uh, you know has has loved them in the past and not played them in a while anything like that like it does pretty much everything right mm-hmm. um the only things that i've really heard against it uh were that it does it doesn't do anything new that because it's a traditional dragon quest game this is not something where they they've reinvented the the wheel this is a dragon quest game but it is the best it can possibly get uh, so far, I hope twelve blows this one out of the water somehow. <laughs> um, we should we should do an episode where we just speculate on twelve and put everything we want in there. That's that'd, true. That'd be a cool. Not, maybe not even an episode. I would just like to talk about it. Somewhere. We can <laughs> we can record it or, or not. But I just I've just got lots of thoughts about Dragon Quest twelve. 
that I need to air out to somebody. <laughs> yeah, um, let's do it. So uh, thank you guys for listening to our episode. I know it's a little short this week, uh, but remember you can always talk to us uh, on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. Uh, you can talk to me personally on Twitter at underscore Austin underscore King. Uh, you can also read my weekly Dragon Quest blog. Uh, that's at DragonQuestAustin.com. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Professor Beej. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, the geek to geek podcast at Geek2GeekCast.com. And we're part of a media network, so you can go to Geek2GeekMedia.com and check out all the content there. And if you want to hang out with us on Slack or Discord, uh, you can go to Geek2GeekMedia.com for links there. It's slack.geek2geekmedia.com and discord.geek2geekmedia.com. They're, they're easy, y'all. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.